right before your eyes. Marvel has magic is on display. Hey everyone, welcome to or welcome back to my podcast. I'm so happy and excited you are here. Before we start, make sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening and follow my official podcast Instagram at Thoughts from a Theater Kid. I can't wait for today's episode, and this is Thoughts from a Theater Kid. I have a special guest on this episode, my friend Mandela. Hi! Today we will be talking about a musical we starred in together, James and the Giant Peach. I played Aunt Sponge. And I played Aunt Spiker. Let's get started. This musical was written by Benj Pasek. A quick summary is that there is a little boy who lives with his parents in London. One day, his whole life is devastated when he loses his family to a horrific rhino attack in the London Zoo. Uh, He is forced to move far away and live with his aunts in Dover. And his aunts are quite cruel and horrible, and they make him do grueling tasks. One of those tasks includes cutting down an old peach tree. A series of events happen following the cutting of the peach tree, or the attempted cutting of the peach tree, involving a strange man, some crocodile tongues, a couple of insects, and a whole lot of money. These events result in a little boy floating in the ocean atop a giant peach with some insects and not only finding himself, but his family as well. Stay tuned for the rest of the story. Here's the cast. We have James Trotter, who is kind, loving, curious, and independent, is played by Luca Padavan. My character, Aunt Spiker, she's very cruel, but very cunning, so smart. She definitely takes control more and is more of the ideas person and she is played by jackie hoffman then we have aunt sponge who's my character who's rude dumb oblivious and big because she loves to eat a lot and she's played by mary testa uh the narrator is named lad lord uh he is helpful and wise and a little mysterious and and kind of strange and you later find out that he is an older grown-up version of the main character james he is played by mark kudish next we have grasshopper who's kind caring clever and polite and also plays instrument is played by christian borrell The kind of motherly figure is the ladybug. She, as I said, is very motherly towards James. She's gentle, sweet, but intelligent and strong. She is played by Megan Hilty. Then we have Spider, who is generous, considerate, affectionate, and looks out for her friends. She is played by Sarah Stiles. The next character is Earthworm. He is a little dramatic, proud, Definitely the comedic relief, one of the comedic relief characters. He's he's very scared of a lot of things, which <laughs> make relatable. And he is played by Daniel Breaker. And lastly, we have Centipede, who is sarcastic, a little mean, and full of himself. And he's played by Brian Darcy James. All right, let's get into the plot and songs of the musical. The first song is Right Before Your Eyes. 
Lottelord is the narrator and starts the show by bringing on all the characters and gives the audience a glimpse about upcoming events in the musical, including the part where Spiker and Sponge have a horrific accident at the end of the show. The next song is a aerial tear wrencher, in my personal opinion. It is called On Your Way Home. Uh, it is set in the orphanage where James is staying, and he's having a recurring nightmare about when his parents were in that accident with the rhino at the London Zoo. Uh, and he finds a grasshopper and a ladybug on the ground, and that is who the song is directed towards. The next morning, he is told by the nurse that he will be moving with his two living relatives, his two aunts that live in Dover. And this part of the show is set in England, so they have accents. And another thing is that... um, Basically, this is the reason why this song is so sad is because James is singing about his whole life problems to Grasshopper and Ladybug like they're his therapist. So that's basically what it's about. And like it basically represents that he doesn't have anyone in his life to talk to. So he's resorting to literal insects. So that's really sad. Um, Then we have Property of Spiker and Sponge. Um, The audience meets the hideous and weird ladies that are about, like, 60. Like, how old do you think they are? Okay, they're either, like, really, really old or, like, younger. But they might be, they could be James' great aunts because they are, like, very old. Like, they are old characters. Yeah. And they are sisters, so that's something. But no one knows if they are related to James's mom or James's dad. How do we know they're sisters, though? Because of this I Got You song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. We're getting to that later. Anyways, um, the audience meets them, and they will now be James's guardians, which they do not want to do that. And these two are not happy to have a child until they realize they can use him to do things for them, basically as a slave, which is not okay. And they're just, that's what they want to do, but okay then. So their malicious plan starts as soon as they pick up James from the train station. And there are, they also, Spike and Sponge have a history of, like, stealing things at the market. And there's all these, like, little vagrants that, like, work for them. It's a whole thing. Uh, the next song that comes up is Shake It Up. So, basically, James, while his aunts are out at the beach, he is tasked with cutting down a peach tree. And while he is cutting down the peach tree, a man appears but before that he sees a centipede chasing an earthworm so of course being the hero that he is he saves the earthworm and he goes to the spider web and the ants come outside now Aunt spiker she goes close to the spider web and gets spider in her hair and sponge kills it by smashing bread on it and then of course taking a bite The ants are obviously fed up, so they leave and go to the beach. And that is when we are introduced to Lattelord. Uh, Lattelord 
tells James to pick any spell from this book, and he picks the slithering crocodile tongues. The song is what's happening while Ladlord makes the potion, and then, as James is walking back to Spiker and Sponge's house after the song, he accidentally spills the potion on the peach tree. And no one knows what happens to that until the next song. So, but you'll see what happens when, like, because there, it's important that the whole spider web thing happened because that's gonna, like, move on to something later. Like, that could be seen as something random, but it, like, you'll know why it happened later. So, yeah. Um, okay. Next we have there's money on that tree, but most people just call it money on that tree because there doesn't really need to be a theirs there, but it's fine. Um, the next day, Spiker, Sponge, and James all walk outside and are amazed to see that there's a giant peach tree in their yard. Sponge wants to eat it, but Spiker says that they can earn a lot of money from the peach. James tells them that he made the peach grow, but they don't believe him. All of a sudden, reporters, Garden Guild members, and Hollywood agents are at the house to document the peach. The next song is yet another tear-wrenching song sung by James. Spiker and Sponge call James a liar for saying that he grew the peach and they forced him to sleep outside. James sings about how he he wishes he didn't live with his rude aunts. And this song is called Middle of a Moment. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Floating Along. James decides to enter the giant peach because it's pretty big so he can fit in it. And he is stunned to see a giant earthworm, a giant grasshopper, a giant centipede, a giant ladybug, and a giant spider. They tell him they all know who he is because they've all had encounters with him before. Because he remembers singing to the grasshopper and the ladybug at the orphanage. He remembers saving the earthworm from the centipede. And he remembers seeing the spider at the web. They all agree that they need to get away from Spiker and Sponge and their cruel behavior. Spider says that when Sponge killed the spider in Spiker's hair, it was actually Spider's fiance. And Centipede cuts off the stem and they end up floating off on the ocean to France. So one thing so, I th- one thing I think about is confusing is that there's a spiker and then there's a spider, but yeah, when no what's confusing than that, the fact that ladybug and sent and ladybug and grasshopper were at the orphanage. How did they get from the orphanage to Dover? So well, ladybugs can fly. Grasshoppers can't, and why would they? Because if they were at the orphanage this whole time, and it's it seems as if all of the insects have a very close bond, so how does that work? Like, how have they known? Yeah, okay. That's kind of interesting that I've never thought of that before. Anyway, so that when, when, when Sponge kills the spider in Spiker's hair, that was um, Spider's fiancé. So that's a whole thing that happened. And now they're floating to France in the ocean on top of a peach. And James is like eight years old with a bunch of giant insects. And it they're all human-sized. And that's kind of odd. And I would have been completely freaked out if that was me. Yeah, like, that must be so weird. Like, obviously his life was really bad. But how would you react if there was like a, a giant peach and a bunch of insects huge insects i would not go with that especially since there's a spider 
I don't care how cool and amazing she is. Like, I'm so scared of spiders. <laughs> also, the thing is that they're on the peach and they float on the peach. But Ladybug is now giant and she can also fly. So why can't they just like fly on Ladybug? Because they're all the same size. That's true. Okay, moving okay, on. No. What? What'd you say? Act- no, I said act two. Yeah, act two. Okay, go. So, the opening song for act two is Have You Even Begun to Wonder? Which is a tap dance. Yes, it is a song that in our performance we incorporated tap dance. Um, Have You Even Begun to Wonder is mostly sung by Spider, but all of the other insects. Spider, and, well. um, spider and Centipede sing it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so time is going on, and they're obviously floating, and they're all very hungry and very bored, so as they're eating the peach, the whole song is just insects telling James all about themselves, facts about their breed, and just, like, personal facts about them. And during this song, during this song, we learn that Earthworm is not a boy nor a girl, Yes, some very interesting facts. And also um, that none of them decided to eat the peach sooner. They all just got hungry, and James says, oh, why don't we eat the peach? And they're all like, how did we not think of that? Like, wow, guys. Anyway, so now we have Getaway for Spiker and Sponge. In my personal opinion, I think Getaway is better than property, but that's just me. Um, so meanwhile, at the aunt's house, the reporters and the Hollywood agents all get mad at them that the peach is gone. So Spiker and Sponge put on disguises and decide to escape the angry mob. After that, it switches over back to the peach where Ladybug Ever the motherly figure is singing to James after James has another nightmare about his aunts. And when he wakes up from that, Centipede tells everyone that he hates humans, including James, and tells a story about how his whole family was terminated by the ants, Spiker and Sponge. The other insects reassure James that they will always be a family for him, always be there for him during this song of family and just standing by people. And this song's called Everywhere That You Are. It's a very, this is like, this is a very heartfelt song and it's kind of sad that Centipede isn't in it. Like they're all singing to James and then Centipede is just sitting in the back because he doesn't care. And he's just a really grumpy old dude that doesn't like humans and but later you find out you you find out why then and it's like it's very understandable yeah because his, of because his whole family was killed about, yeah speaking of songs about having each other's backs the next song is the next song is i got you which is a really great song everybody um, the aunts escape to a cruise, which is really random, and no one knows why, and they use the leftover money they had, and... It's they- going to America, because they're, they're vigilantes. 
yeah and they're broke now but they know they will always have each other and while they're doing that while they're on the cruise lot of lord shows up and then they get these and then lot of lord is like there um like or um, being like the waiter and then they decide to like get out the binoculars and they see in the ocean the insects with james on the peach and once they and once they know where the insects and james are heading on the peach that's where they decide they decide to go which is new york city but we're getting to that because we have another song to talk about which is i have the next song is plump and juicy this personally the person who played worm in our performance did a phenomenal job with this all of all of the cast did but this song is just so funny and also the backstory so what happens is centipede uh gets sick and he throws up which uh attracts the seagulls and the seagulls instead of eating the throw up they peach and all of the other insects and James, being the great friends that they are, are like, hey, let's offer up your life so that the they don't eat the peach. Which is like, come on, guys. Come on. The heck? Like, imagine what Earthworm must have been thinking. He was like, oh my god. My, what? <laughs> Who are my friends? Yeah, they basically, they use Earthworm as bait to get the seagulls away. Yeah, so that could have been horrible. That could have gone horribly wrong. But, uh... It ends up fine. It ends up fine. Luring the seagulls in. And, um... I think if you're gonna take one thing away from this podcast, it's... Oh my god. Don't, don't be those friends. Don't literally offer up someone's life. Just, like... If, Okay, moving on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, next we have Empire State slash The Attack, which isn't really a song, but it's there. Um, Centipede gets upset because the insects are being so nice to James, and um, Centipede falls off the peach, and then James rescues Centipede, even though all Centipede's done is been, um, has been mean to James. Um, the Peach and the whole squad arrive in New York City, and Spiker and Sponge arrive there with their helicopters and begin sending missiles toward the Peach. The action around the Peach sends it flying onto the Empire State Building, the very, very top of it, and the aunts slowly approach James and his insect friends, trying to coax James to come with them and bring the Peach. Um, the aunts try to exterminate the bugs, but in the process, the peach falls off the Empire State Building and falls on um, Spiker and Sponge, and then Spiker and Sponge are killed. There you have it. Uh, foreshadowing at the beginning was very helpful. Yes. Uh, so the next song is a reprise of On Your Way Home. Uh, so Centipede apologizes to James for being mean. And kind of a curmudgeon and so the croup earthworm centipede ladybug grasshopper spider and james agree to always be there for each other and to become one happy family now that specker and sponge are dead but then they come on to the next song which is welcome home <laughs> the show ends with 
um, the whole squad living in the Peach Pit in New York City. And then Spiker and Spudge come on for the final song. Even though they don't do anything, they're just back from the dead in ghost form. So that ends the show. Um, it's a wonderful and funny show with a lot of sarcasm in it. It's really random at some points, but it's really hilarious. And, yeah, and people may see James and the Giant Peach as something boring and confusing. It's really not. If you have the, if you have the, first of all, don't watch the movie. It's not good. But if you ever get the chance. If you ever get the chance to see the musical, go see it. It's a great show. You're going to laugh. And it's 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 just really funny. And the songs are like bops. Like, they're fun dancing songs. Even Plump and Juicy, which is really random. Anyways, yeah. let's move on to our take, which is everyone's favorite part of the episode. Um, my favorite character is Sponge because I got to play her and I loved her even though she's really dumb but she's a great character to play and I loved my costume my favorite song is I Got You because it was the most fun to do and me and Mandela rocked it we were really great and yeah um Mandela please go Uh, okay uh my favorite character was of course you guessed it guys it was Spiker one because I played her and it was like such a life-changing no like yeah yeah, you know what? Yeah, it was both of our it was both of our first time getting a lead role, so that yeah. it was very exciting. It was an exciting and different experience, and honestly, Spiker is who I aspire to be. Not like who she <laughs> is. She is tall, and I, I am in fact not tall. I'm untall. I oh my god, I'm short. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, so. Moving on, my favorite song was Property, uh, because not only was it, it was a real bop, honestly, it was the most underrated song in the show, because it, it was just so good. Um, there was a lot of things that happened, including me throwing a purse, and us stealing things, and us, like, being mean to people, and we were really great. Honestly, it was amazing to just kind of be myself on stage, because I'm I'm just kidding. Um, I liked property one because okay, so I really got stage fright, or I did. I don't anymore, and it was because of property that I didn't, because it was kind of the first song that I had like an actual long solo in. Also, I loved it because I had solos. Like, who doesn't love a solo? <laughs> um, also, I kind of also like I got you, except I have one bad experience. I was I was jumping off uh, one of the blocks, and my mic pack came unhooked from my pants um but then she got it back on and it was fine i got yeah i got it back on but it was, it was very stressful um, um so overall um also we both loved money on that tree because yeah. it was really it was really fun for us and i don't everyone like does not like that song but it honestly was just a really fun song yeah we could let only on only we could like that song yeah so, like nobody else in that song liked that song but like it was a it was a it was a great song and also getaway was great too because we got to wear these really cool disguises and we were really just fun like that. Uh, uh, so also we wanted to talk about our favorite songs that the insects did because my favorite insect song is Have You Even Begun to Wonder. 
because it the dancing was really great and we watched it in the bomb and we were really cool um it was a great song what's your favorite insect song Excuse my, that text. Anyways. <laughs> my favorite song was probably, well, I like Plump and Juicy. You know what? Plump and Juicy was a great song. Yeah, it was, it, it was really good. It, the whole thing was really good. I also, this is an A. Is this an honorable mention? Yeah, this is an honorable mention. I really, really, really liked On Your Way Home because the, the, I think it was just the person who sung it did an incredible job. For me, I like, I like middle of a moment better, but we can all have our opinion. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can go with your opinion, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow this podcast wherever you are listening and follow my Instagram at Thoughts from a Theater Kid. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in today. And this is Thoughts from a Theater Kid. <laughs>